Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Around the horn. Watch this. Watch this. Heat stopping the Lakers. That famed post in-season tournament championship slump. But could a move be afoot for L.A.? And here's a move. Riding the guy you dumped on like a stallion. Fair or foul? Okay. Let's go around the horn. Completely <laughs> <laughs> fair. Oh, yeah? I'm afraid of, of horses and stallions and falling off one just like that. The Jimmy Butler list, Heat 110, Lakers 96. That's a loss that drops LA under 500 for the season. It's been a tough month for them ever since they won the in season tournament and hung the banner. And now, this from the athletics, Sham Sharania and Jovan Buha. There's currently a deepening disconnect between Darvin Ham and the Lakers' locker room. Six sources with direct knowledge of the situation say, raising questions about the head coach's standing. Sources talk about disjointedness and extreme rotations Ham employs and the starting lineup adjustments that are all over the place. Israel, how much of this Lakers slide is coaching and can you see them making a move? Um, it seems like it's a lot of coaching. If you think about what LeBron James did yesterday, sort of a passive aggressive move of leaving the locker room without talking to reporters, that would indicate that he's not very happy with the coaching either. And just sticking to yesterday's game, you've got, you mentioned the team has starting lineups all over the place, and, and Darvin Ham is very inconsistent with that. And yesterday, they looked a mess. They turned the ball over 21 times. They actually out-rebounded the Heat. They shot better than the Heat, and they got more free throws than the Heat. And in old-school basketball, that should get you a win. But today, what, or yesterday, what happened was, hey, the Heat shot 10 more times, and they shot 12 more threes and made 12 more threes than the Lakers. And you look at what the Lakers were doing on offense, they were Facing a Miami Heat zone that when you've got Austin Reeves, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis, you should be absolutely murdering a zone. And instead, they had so many, so much trouble with it, and the Heat was basically stealing everything because they just looked uh, confused at times or were just too uh, too crowded in the paint at times and just didn't look like a well-coached team. Where on the other side, you saw a Miami Heat team that looked well-coached because they have probably the best coach in the league. So you put all those things together and you see this team being disjointed because of those lineup changes that are entirely unnecessary. Yeah, you're talking about a team that's probably pretty frustrated with mm. his head coach right now. That's the first question. Real quick on the second question. Can you see them making a move, Israel? I can see them making a move. I think Darvin Ham needs to go back to that original starting lineup of D'Angelo Russell, Austin Reeves, Vanderbilt, LeBron, and Anthony Davis. And then if they need bench help after that, that's the player you go get before free agency because they already have the starting lineup. Okay. That makes you sense. mean they can make a move to their lineup and they make a move to the roster? I meant make a move at the coaching position. Kevin Blackstone, to you now. Well, I would say to what Izzy just said, 
I mean, one of the reasons that Darvin Ham is having to make the adjustments he's having to make with the starting lineup is because some of the starting lineup is hurt. D'Angelo Russell, hurt. Um, and guys coming off the bench, the rotation, Rui Hachimura, hurt. Some of that adds up, I think, to their frustrations and their inability to, to play against a, a zone uh, defense, um, to put up points, 96 points in an NBA game. Haven't heard of that in like two decades. Uh. That's unbelievable. <laughs> so what do you do? Do you want to change coaches again, or do you want to try and put together a better roster? One of the things that is, has been dogging this team for a couple, three seasons now is three-point mm-hmm. shooting. We know that this is a three-point shooting league, and they still don't have anyone who they can consistently rely on and you saw that last night so if I'm going to make a move the first thing I'm going to try and do is get somebody to come in and hit some open jumps. Bill Barnwell to you is coaching just uh, an excuse here for a mid-season slump after they won the famed in-season tournament or something more? It's both Tony it's both the players and the coaching right now there are four players on the Lakers who are playing above replacement level LeBron, A.D., Austin Reeves, and D'Angelo Russell. I know Russell's hurt, like KB said, but even before he got injured, he was out of the starting lineup. Reeves was out of the starting lineup. They were playing guys who were sub-replacement level, G-League level guys in their starting lineup and playing them heavily throughout the game. And I'm I'm sympathetic to Darvin Ham because there are some players on this roster who probably should not be there, but you didn't know what you were getting when you signed up for this job. It was always going to be LeBron, A.D., maybe one or two other pieces, and then a lot of of mediocre players who were going to have to play meaningful roles, and Darvin Ham's job was not to get LeBron playing well. Like anyone can do that. It's to get those replacement-level players playing well. So if he can't do that, the coaching staff, unfortunately, has a lot more flexibility than the roster does right now for the Lakers. And isn't it harm's job to kind of see what those guys can do? Could that just be what's happening here in early January? Lindsay, theory to you on the Lakers slide. Well, I just thought the season was over after they raised that banner after the Mm -hmm. in-season tournament championship. Didn't everybody else know? If there's one thing I've learned living in L.A. for more than a decade now, it's that when players and stuff starts coming about, out about not being happy with the head coach at the Lakers. There seems to be a change with the head coach of the Lakers. Darvin's the sixth head coach since Phil Jackson left in 2011. It's been nothing but instability. And you look at last night, you look at LeBron not talking with reporters. Maybe he should be a little more upset that it was 12 points, his lowest output in 35 minutes since February 2016. Uh, Or maybe he's mad about the head coach and, and all the lineup changes. But again, when you start hearing the birds come out about the Lakers coach there seems to be last word back coach. to Israel Gutierrez I just want to drill down on on this they did win the in-season tournament we could joke about that they they know there's time especially after last year to get in a position to get to the playoffs or play in is now the time to look at Hood Scafino and and some of these other guys who we saw in those highlights didn't look so great last night is now the time for him to just check it out no, now's the time to really start to settle into your rotation. You're talking about going into January, you're talking about heading toward the midway point, toward the end of the month, and he hasn't had a couple of head scratchers. As Bill mentioned, he made some of those decisions uh, in the lineups before those players got hurt. He at one point had three of the top five paid players on the bench, and it's a little bit of an obsession with Cam Reddish also, who's been hasn't been very good anywhere else he went, but here he's being injected into the starting lineup and playing regular minutes. To me, I think you got to listen to your players some, especially LeBron James, and say, okay, maybe I was feeling myself a little bit as a head coach. I'll scale back a little bit and do what's good. Six anonymous 
sources familiar with them. I mean, that's more than a starting lineup <laughs> talking about it. That, that proves theory's point, or theory's theory, correct, at the moment. We'll move on. Kyler Murray getting a vote of confidence. Arizona Cardinals coach Jonathan Gannon on Burns and Gambo. Is there any doubt in your mind who your quarterback is going to be for next season? <laughs> no, there's not. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I love this guy. No, there's no doubt. <laughs> you love which guy? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> Number one, our franchise quarterback. You know I go to a guy named Gamble for Calamari. Uh, we've heard all degrees of this before. Confident votes of confidence, hesitant votes of confidence, confident votes of hesitance, hezzy on hezzy. Bill Barnwell around the horn to you. How'd you hear Gannon on Murray? I think Jonathan Gannon's telling the truth, but he might not have a say. This is the same franchise that in 2019 tweeted out in February that Josh Rosen is our guy. And then two months later, they drafted Kyler Murray and traded Josh Rosen, Rosen away. Uh, so ownership, <laughs> ownership that has not necessarily always been thrilled with Kyler Murray. Remember his contract details. If they want to make a move, they want to get a new quarterback, they're going to make a move and Jonathan Gannon is going to have to go along with it. Now, Kyler Murray is the sixth highest paid quarterback in football by average salary. He has not been a top 10 quarterback in the NFL more than once by QBR in his five years in the NFL. So for Kyler Murray, you could say, okay, there's not much around him. The offensive line hasn't been all that great. Coaching staff maybe not all that great. The receiver's not that great. You know what makes it harder to surround your quarterback with talent when you're paying that quarterback nearly $50 million a year. So if the Cardinals want to build a more holistic roster and they have a guy they love in the draft, no no matter what Jonathan Gannon says now, I absolutely believe they're going to explore the possibility, if not outright trade Kyler Murray and bring in a new quarterback from this mm -hmm. year's class. Because of the crop of quarterbacks in this year's class. You're looking at number two pick, uh, teens pick for them. It could be Marvin Harrison, which maybe would go well with Kyler Murray. Lindsay, theory to you on what you heard from Gannon and what you believed Arizona's past should be here. Sure, what I heard was a head coach who is being a great leader of his team. You cannot come out with a week to go in the season and say, no, I don't know, we're not that into Kyler Murray. We're just going to go find another quarterback. How would you do that? He's going to stand by his guy. He is going to get behind him and give him every vote of confidence until he is not his guy. That is just what you do as a leader. Now, as an organization and as a head coach, he has the duty to explore their options. Of course, there are going to be many with the amount of draft capital and picks they have, the, the fact they could trade Kyler Murray. Uh, they could also go and say, we, can, what can we do to put better pieces around Kyler Murray? Their offensive line, Bill kind of mentioned it, but uh, ranked 20th in pass block win rate. So could they invest pieces there? But uh, for Jonathan Gannon, in this moment, there is no win in him coming out and saying, yeah, that Kyler Murray guy, we want to move on from him. No, no, no. He is their quarterback. There is still another week to be played. Israel Gutierrez. Who is the worst possible person you could ask this question of? It's got to be the young head coach who wants the established quarterback to stay put so that he can be more successful. The last thing he would want is to have to bring in a rookie and then all of a sudden you don't know, uh, don't know. how stable that team is and everything. So I think, I, I just don't think, I think for his purposes, for Jonathan Gannon's purposes, yes, it would be best if Kyler Murray stayed. For the franchise's purposes, it might be best to go by the sort of, the, the way other teams have done it with a inexpensive quarterback and spend your money elsewhere and then just make that quarterback better better by putting better pieces around him. And with this franchise, you already know Kyler Murray probably isn't in love with the franchise, given what they did to his reputation a few years ago. And so I don't think it would be that huge of an issue for, for those two parties to, to part. But I do think the one person who would want Kyler Murray to stay the most is Gannon. And that's why you hear him say this. Kevin Blackstone. 
Well, and not only that, but remember, this is a guy that came from the Eagles. So he had Jalen Hurts, a guy who can run it a little bit and maybe throw it a little bit, a mobile quarterback. So he's probably a little bit more comfortable with that. But what I would say is going back to what we were saying about the Lakers, the problem isn't necessarily Kyler Murray. The problem is the stability of this franchise. They have their fourth coach in the last, what, 10 years. They moved up to get um, – they, they moved the mountains and everything to get Kyler Murray to satisfy uh, Cliff when he was – there coaching and now you want to move on from him after you moved up in the draft to get to get Rosen and you let him go so this is the problem with the Cardinals it's not necessarily their quarterback but it's everything around them they are on extremely shaky but ground. they do have the draft capital right in front of them oh I mean right isn't that true Bill Barnwell I'll give you the last word Two first-round picks, but to, to KB's point, Jalen Hurts improved dramatically year after year as a pro starter. Kyler Murray still kind of looks and plays like the same guy we saw as a rookie, for better and worse. Mmm, Barnwell not sold on Calamari. How come when I say Calamari, <laughs> it says Calamari on, on, on the uh, closed captioning? Everybody else gets Kyler Murray. Hmm. I always start salivating. We'll be back. Rest of the menu. Buy or sell next. What's up, kiddos? I'm Clinton Yates of Around the Horn. Whenever I go to cover games or attend events in Los Angeles, I'm always keeping my eye out for the best-dressed person in the room. I saw Diego Luna at the Andor Red Carpet launch event, Star Wars, folks, and he looked head of state fresh. Now you can also be that person, too, whether you're sitting courtside, attending a fancy dinner, or going to a wedding. With a fully custom suit from Indochino, you'll walk into wedding season looking like a million bucks for way, way less. They start at just $4.99. With Indochino, you can design the suit of your dreams and fine-tune every detail, including lapels, linings, monograms, pocket flaps, etc. A tailored fit from home. Set up your measurement profile on Indochino's website and choose customizations without even leaving the house. Look your best this wedding season at the table or on the dance floor when you wear Indochino. Go to Indochino.com today and use code HORN to get 10% off any purchase of $3.99 or more. That's I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com, promo code HORN. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome back to Around the Horn, coming to you from the seaport. Brought to you by Chase. Did you guys see the video former Michigan Wolverine Chase Winovich posted at the Rose Bowl? He says it's Connor Stallions. Good seats, too. I was sure this was a deep fake. Nicole Auerbach of The Athletic verified it's true. Michigan versus everybody. To that point, Dan Wetzel, Yahoo, a column I want to get your take on. Michigan keeps showing its advantage. Wasn't Stallions ceiling signs? Wetzel writes, a win over Washington Monday would not just be a national title, but a measure of exoneration. Lindsay, buy or sell that? 
This is deeply personal, Tony. I'm not wearing purple by coincidence today, but I am buying that it would exonerate Michigan from what happened. Look, at some point you're 14-0, and and if you become 15-0 and and the national champ, at some point it comes about playing football and proving pound for pound, you are the best team. And if they go undefeated and do that, having had this entire scandal happen weeks ago, then they will have proven that it did not Israel matter. Gutierrez? I don't think it would prove that, uh, it, I don't think it would exonerate them. I just don't think that it's something that would come up as often. I think, you know, you have the conversation of how much did it really impact the team when it came to winning. And if you don't have a solid answer the way you would say, you know, knowing what a pitch is if you're the Houston Astros coming that singular advantage and how serious that is, I think you just kind of have to put it aside and say, yeah, maybe they cheated to get to where they were, but if you see how good of a team this was, they were deserving of a national championship. All right, Kevin Blackstone, buy or sell a championship would exonerate them in a small measure. Oh, I'm selling that. They are not absolved of anything. Their coach started the season on a suspension because of violations during COVID-19 restrictions. And furthermore, because he refused to cooperate with the NCAA investigators, he ended the regular season suspended because of this whole Connor Stallions thing. Interestingly enough, the first team all year to start a play inside of Michigan's 10-yard line was Penn State after the Connor Stallions thing came out. So you know what? If I'm a Michigan fan, if I'm a Michigan player, I'm mad because this is always going to be over okay. our head. I agree with and you there. Wait, we- wait. Penn State started inside. That's just circumstantial at this point, Kevin Blackstone. Uh, Bill Barnwell, to you. I'm selling because it's always been about leaders and best. This has always been about Michigan's position as sort of the moral high ground of college football, the team that wouldn't have the scandals that other schools have. Remember, they denied that this was even a thing. They sued the Big Ten until there was too much evidence against them, and then they fired their linebackers. Coach, this has been a team that is going to win regardless of whether. I don't think that the, what happened even matters. I think it's how they reacted and their brand that matters more. And... It's not going to make a difference because we saw the Astros won another. They won a World Series. They still get talked about as a team that banged garbage cans. We've seen other teams error and not get in trouble, and now we're seeing Michigan deal with this as well. Fire sale two. Pacers 142, Bucks 130. Indy scored 47 in the third quarter. There was no game ball kerfuffle this time around, and Indy has won four of five versus Milwaukee this season. That's a playoff amount. Four of five. Here's Giannis after the game. You think about it. Now when you go back home and you sleep and you wake up, you think about it. Now when you go back and uh, work out, you think about it. When you're about to get freaky at night, you think about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Israel, what you buy, what you sell? Well, I'm selling that quote, but I'm definitely buying the Pacers being a real thorn in the side of the Bucks for two reasons. One, Tyrese Halliburton, absolute superstar, overwhelming superstar, and probably more so right now than Damian Lillard. And then there's mm, the head coach, Rick Carlisle. That's a I mean, hot I think take. people forget. Rick Carlisle in 2011 outcoached Eric Spolstra on the way to that championship with Dirk Nowitzki. And now he's got this team that he really likes and plays today's basketball with that point guard. I mean, I think you definitely look at what the Bucks have to counter that with Adrian Griffin and say, I don't know what he is as a head coach, and I don't know if he's going to be better as a head coach come the playoffs. And so, yeah, if I were Giannis, I'd be pretty worried about this for the next few months if I have to potentially face that team in the playoffs. Maybe. 
Yeah, I'd be worried too. But if I'm the Pacers, I'm really looking at the mirror in terms of what we've just done to the what they've just done to the Bucks in these two games. Um, because the problem is never scoring with the Pacers. We know that they're so much fun to watch. The problem has been defense, and they lost six out of seven before this streak. Gave up 137 to the Wizards. Gave up a buck 51 to the Clippers. Gave up 140 to the Bucks when they beat them when they lost them last time. So they got to look at this and say, if we can tighten down, tighten, tighten down the hatches here, maybe we can really contend for a championship. Bill Barnwell. KB's right. It's about the defense. That was the problem with this KB's team right. before this five-game winning streak. That's fine. They were allowing 126 points per game before this five-game winning streak. You get Aaron Neesmith in the starting lineup. You get bigger with, 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 with more two big lineups. They're down to 118 per game over the last five games, including those two wins over Down to 118 per game is a funny That's thing a to say. I hear what you're saying. Time. It's a weird time in the NBA. Well, here, here's what I want to ask here as we turn to Lindsay. You know, people say... You people. The regular season is different than the playoffs because it's a, it's a series in the playoffs. Well, this is four of five games in a short amount of time. We're only a third of the way through the season or whatever it is, Lindsay. Did Indy prove something against Milwaukee? Absolutely did. They proved that they are so deeply entrenched in Giannis' brain that he's thinking about them at all hours of the day that he shouldn't be. Uh, also, Rick Carlisle has proved with the Bucks that he has a strategy that he can deploy to put out at the three-man wall to slow down Giannis mm -hmm. again, also probably why he is so far in Giannis' head. Uh, but uh, really, this is about the Pacers, how well they're playing in Giannis. Get your mind somewhere else. Come on, man. Do something. I like the spicy take from Gutierrez. Halliburton's ahead of Lillard in... in the Gutierrez voting for the All-Star team, it sounds like, right now. Okay, Israel. Bill, thank you for your time. Lindsay Theory, Kevin Blackstone, showdown next. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Lindsay Deary, Kevin Blackstone, good luck in showdown. With this home crowd, they dump it down low enough. That's a monster dump, and what is this? He is riding Walker Kessler like a wild bronc. Jalen Dern, fair or foul to Walker Kessler like a rotten Brock, Kevin. Well, I know the Pistons haven't been very entertaining this year, but come on, Walter Kessler's not a carousel ride. The NBA is not a circus, it's not a picnic. What are we doing here? Stop. Get off his shoulders. Foul. This is so foul. If I'm Kessler, I'm going to buck him off so much harder than this. It's one thing to get posters and then have a guy that big on Ooh. your back. What are you doing? Get off his back. Uh, so you would be in favor of him holding on to the rim longer, which could be a tech. Sometimes they give you that. We'll split the point. We'll move on. 
Pro Bowl rosters announced. If you have a snub, you have to have, throw somebody off. You know that's the rule. And that's exactly what Antoine Winfield Sr. did. He wants his son, Antoine Winfield Jr., in over Buda Baker. Had the stats to back it up. Lindsey, is dad rallying for your Pro Bowl status helpful or hurtful to your case? If dad won't do it, who will? I'm all about dad. He brought facts, however, to a popularity contest. So while dad makes ton of sense, you just can't win this popularity Pro Bowl thing anymore. Uh, well, it's not helpful. It's not going to change anything. But you know what? It should be hurtful to the way that we produce the people in the Pro Bowl. And the other thing is, is that money is on the line here. You know that Absolutely there is a clause, true. a bonus clause in there to, to, about getting in the Pro the Bowl. The stats on Winfield versus the stats on Baker? Well, Baker was basically zero across the board. The picks, the sacks, the breakups, everything was in favor of Winfield. Lindsay Theory, take the FaceTime. Blackstone's chances just melted away. My Washington Huskies are playing for a national title this weekend, Monday, I should say, and it really got me thinking, shouldn't the national title game every year be at the Rose Bowl? The nostalgia, the beauty, it's Pasadena. You get the flyover. It makes you feel something. So my vote here is for the college football playoff to make the Rose Bowl the permanent national title home. That's a hot, spicy take there. Here's one that's ice cold. KB, tell everybody what you would have done for FaceTime. I was going to talk about the ice cube and the fact that there are cocktail bars in this country charging you extra for a giant rock in your a cocktail. We need to bring an end to this in America. Will somebody put that on their platform? <laughs> no dogs. We'll see you tomorrow.